0: Welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark films from the technical, cynical, cinephile side.
1: And the hopeless, romantic side.
0: My name is Hamilton.
1: And I'm Stephanie.
0: And tonight, we are taking a look at The Wedding Veil, which really is not one, but three movies.
1: It's a trilogy.
0: It's a trilogy before the first one even comes out. This is something, I think this is new. I don't think Hallmark has done this. You can correct me if I'm wrong, Stephanie. Have have they done something like this before?
1: Um I don't know that they have that the movies have already been made and that there's like three big actresses mm-hmm. in one movie. So this is pretty I would say a historical event.
0: Okay. Okay. Well then let's hope that the the first movie is good because if it's not there's there's two more right after it.
1: Uh well I mean we're going to Find out whether <laughs> yes, we, we liked it or not.
0: <laughs> well, then let's dive on in and find out if it was good. Uh, Stephanie, you know, we have our, our rating system here, our three-point rating system. Is this movie one that you would hope to watch again, maybe while you're sitting by the window waiting for snow to come? Is this one that maybe you'll just have on in the background? Maybe while you're you're pacing the house, staring at walls, looking at art. I don't know. Whatever you do it during the daytime, I don't know. Or is this one that you would never want to see again?
1: <laughs> well, uh, I do stare at walls uh, all day. That's pretty much the gist of, of my days, mm-hmm. or staring mm-hmm. at walls, waiting for snow to come, pacing. <laughs> uh, but I don't have to wait for snow to come because it actually is snowing. It's snowing outside right, right, right now.
0: now. It's snowing right now in Charlotte, North Carolina. It looks beautiful. It's it's nighttime, so it's you know, it's night snow, so it kinda glistens through the, the street lamps, gorgeous.
1: Yeah, we had snow last weekend. We're getting it again. This is like a rare treat for us, so it's very nice. Mm-hmm. Um and we're recording a podcast for you right now. While it snows outside. It's pretty perfect. It's very magical. And but, this movie does have magic. And you know that and you know that I love magic.
0: Yep. Yep. I, I do know that.
1: Um but to answer your question. Please do. You know, the magic couldn't quite mm. save this one for me. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> you know, this movie it wasn't terrible, but uh I I would have to say that I would not watch it again. Wow. Um Strong
0: words. Strong words from the romance. But there
1: but... were things that I did like about it. Okay. But uh it was just kind of meh meh yeah. for me. Yeah. What what about you?
0: uh i i couldn't agree more this is i don't i don't want to watch this one again um it it wasn't particularly bad right uh, but it wasn't particularly good either and there's just so much content right now that hallmark is producing and other films that i would rather watch again and this unfortunately is not one of those and yeah i I don't know it just it didn't it didn't strike the right chord with me i i love i i'll go out and say that i love the idea of this i love Mm -hmm. the idea of okay let's do like this trilogy movie centered around a wedding veil we'll have three friends you know three of our our top actresses and we'll just send them out there and it'll be fun i like that idea Mm -hmm. i don't think the idea was executed well and you know we'll go into why why that is as we continue to talk about this but um i like the idea it it missed the mark for me i don't i don't think i'll be watching this one again i'm curious to see what the other ones are like i I don't know if it's the same director or the same you know writing team or, or what have you um I'm very curious about that.
1: Yeah. The second one actually looks, uh, it's like going to take place in Italy. Mm-hmm. We, do, we do
0: like a travel movie. Yeah. Um, I'm so surprised that one, Lacey didn't take that one. That seems like a Lacey movie to me.
1: We have talked about Lacey's adventures and she.
0: Rome, always, she, Ireland, you know, wherever they'll take her, she'll go.
1: This one, she's like, no, nah, I think I'm going to go to Boston.
0: Let's do one in Boston.
1: Um, I'm not sure if this was actually filmed in It in felt Boston. like
0: it. We had some accents. We had one accent, a Boston oh, accent, in this movie. Well, we'll get into that. Too, we'll I'm sure. <laughs>
1: we'll get, we'll get into that accent. Uh, but do you
0: know if it, this is the the same director? Is is it one director doing all of these? How did it, how is the filming schedule? Like, what is the the backstory of this?
1: You know, I couldn't find. I uh, IMDb only has the wedding veil. The other movies are not going to come out until February for wow. Love You Wary. Right. Which can we say is
0: great? Yeah, I agree
1: that's exactly what i was gonna say um but yeah i don't know what it is if like 2022 happened and i've become pickier i don't know but like i'm just not i'm not feeling these movies these movies are not giving me the feels maybe it's because christmas is over and i've just lost my christmas spirit no i I
0: don't think so because last year we had new year's resolution and that knocked our socks off true and that was right after christmas so I, I think we've been spoiled. I think Hallmark has raised the bar. And I, I think, you know, we've mentioned this kind of before. It's a double-edged sword for them because they've raised the bar. But since they do so many movies, they need to make sure that these movies they do are really good. Yeah. Um, or maybe they don't. Maybe they're okay with having a few ones that, you know, sort of miss the mark because it's just bringing more people in. I'm, I'm not sure what their sort of marketing plan is. but they need to be careful because there's more and more competition because people see how well these movies do.
1: Yeah. They're, you know, they've wet our appetite for Mm -hmm. what we know they can do. So what it feels like is these two movies that have come out in the beginning feel very like Hallmark of yore. They're very same old, same old type of movies, which are fine. And that's why we love Hallmark because we know what we're going to get. But because, like you said, we've seen them push the envelope a little bit more. We have different
0: plot points. We have basically the ones that we really like are the ones that take these old ideas that Hallmark has done and flip them on their head or, or twist them just a little bit. Um, and I'm a, I'm a big fan of that. I'm a big fan of that.
1: Yeah. Where it's the same thing, but a little different. Right, right. Um, And so these didn't really have enough different in it for me to be like oh wow this was really Mm. fantastic so again this movie was not a bad movie i would say this movie by far i would watch this movie again over the last movie yes 110 percent um yes
0: i I mean but i don't want to watch it i mean that's the thing but
1: right you know it's i if i saw it on tv i would i would keep flipping so but we are going to talk about the things that we did like about it uh well at least i am okay uh so let's give a quick plot summary
0: please please do
1: um good
0: luck good luck with this whoa one.
1: it's a long one there's a this one i i went somewhere with this one so <laughs> buckle up can't
0: please. wait to see where you went with it go ahead
1: best friends avery emma and tracy all pitch in to purchase a wedding veil that is said to bring love to whomever is in possession of it Avery starts to think the legend might be true when she meets a charming guy until he abruptly ditches her. Back to reality, Avery is working towards a promotion and planning an art gala at the museum she works for. Who else is she paired with to help with the gala but her charming turned rude mystery guy, Peter? Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm.
1: Assumptions and lack of communication make things tricky. But the wedding veil works its magic to bring Avery and Peter together, and they fall in love.
0: Bravo. Bravo. That was really good. Actually, I like that better than the movie. Like That was was great. (laughs) That was great. Yeah, I think you you summed it up pretty much. I mean, really, this movie is what would happen if we took our Act 8 conflict and brought it into Act 1 for the entire movie? What would happen? Mm -hmm. Let's find out. (laughs) <laughs> and so that that is what happened,
1: yeah, and there were there were there were things that I did enjoy, uh like I always like to point out, but yes, this was the the major reason why I would never want to watch this movie again because it was so frustrating, yeah,
0: uh, but let's go ahead, why don't why don't we talk about our our two main actually, we have to talk about what we'll, we'll briefly talk about. Maybe our three yeah, leads. Yeah, I and would. Then... S- I
1: would say they're supporting because they are not the main characters okay. in this movie. They are the main characters in the trilogy. Right. But this movie is Avery and Peter. This is their story. So yes, we are obviously going to mention the other two actresses. Sure. But go for it. Our two main leads are Lacey, Lacey, <laughs> Lacey Chabert. Yep. Uh, who plays Avery? We know and love Lacey hers sometimes are hit or miss
0: not lately i was gonna say i mean Lacey. i, I used to be a fan of hers she she was kind of it on the used rise for to me. be the last two movies that she's done have not not been strong for me i don't know what what's going on
1: yeah the cr the the uh what was it the castle heart one mm-hmm. uh sadly we we did not enjoy uh very much but i do have to say i enjoyed Lacey in this movie okay Uh, the movie itself as a whole, not so much, but I did like her character in this movie.
0: I, I did not, I was not, I was not crazy about her. I I think just the, the whole premise of what happens with her and everything, the lack of communication, um, the romance, it just didn't click for me and I, I don't know what it was.
1: Well, and we're going to talk about it, but you know, I don't think it was, the the lack of communication I I put full almost all you know fault on the Peter character but we'll, we'll get oh, we'll, do you we'll,
0: do you really okay we'll get all into right. it right. um, well who's Peter played by
1: Peter is played by Kevin McGarry mm-hmm. and I really I enjoy him I uh, have seen a few of his movies now uh, you know he was in well you know. First and foremost, he's in Wind Calls the Heart, which we have never watched, but it's near and dear to Hallmarkies. I know, um, I know
0: he's got some fans. He's
1: He's got a few, but he was in Winter Castle with uh, Amelia Ulrup, who I love. I, that movie was really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed him in there. And if you remember, he was in Christmas Scavenger Hunt.
0: <laughs> was, that, was that the one which, that did not have a scavenger hunt? We,
1: yeah, and we did not enjoy that one as much, but I do- I do like him okay uh and (laughs) his character i mean we brought it up there there's an accent Mm -hmm. in this movie he he is from boston and he has a a bostonian is that is that right sure bostonian accent kevin mcgarry is not from boston are you sure i am he is canadian and it's um, close to boston I'm not going to say that the accent was awful. All right. Because I'm not an accent connoisseur. You
0: you are, though. You, you're you very big on accents. I'm very
1: picky, but that's just my own thing. I can't say, you know, whether or not people, you know, because sometimes sure. I've been wrong. You know, sometimes yeah, yeah. I've been like, there's no way that guy's British. And then he really is. So I'm not an expert on an accent. Expert on romance. Yes. Not <laughs> not accents. The accent was entertaining, I, I will say. And I do want to give him props for going all in.
0: Yeah, he went all in. He was the only character in this film with a Boston accent. No yes. one else. No one else took that risk.
1: Yes, and that was uh, uh, a query of mine. Even
0: his mother. His mother had no Boston accent, you know, and no other character had it.
1: No, and they're in Boston. Like no one else. They come into contact with. And, yeah. I mean, I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Lots of people move to different cities. They're not from there. Um, but Peter. Born and raised in in Boston. Yeah, that was my that was my. my I heard
0: bo- it. I heard it. It was subtle, but good.
1: Subtle. Uh, his was not subtle, um, but I at times I was confused because I didn't hear it at first, mm-hmm. but then I was just like, all of a sudden, I was like, oh wait, he has an accent. Um, but you said that you heard it the entire. I, I heard
0: it in the beginning a little bit. Like it was very, it was very. It was like kind of it was a little subtle in, in the, the first part when they were in San Francisco, I think it was, or San Diego, I forget. Um, but then when they get to Boston, it, it comes in hard.
1: Well, the only thing I could think of, and maybe this is just a testament to Kevin McGarry's acting, is I know when I'm away from my home, my accent is not there. Right. I, I'm, a, I'm a Cajun girl from South Louisiana. And you can attest to this. When I am home, when I am in Louisiana, I, I speak differently. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. So, so it's like two different people. Yeah.
1: So the only thing I can think is maybe he was in San Francisco. Maybe the accent. He was maybe trying to hide it, like some, like I do. Like I don't. let. No, the-
0: I, I think so. You know, I hope so because that's the, that's the only other thing I can think of. Because they don't, you know, they don't film this movie in order. So who knows what scenes they did and what which order. Um, so I. I like that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt and say that that's what happened.
1: That's what I'm I'm doing too, because to me that makes sense, um, and it seems realistic. And I and I do applaud him for going all in with the Boston accent. We don't get a lot of accents other than like fake British ones in these right. movies. So for him to be doing like a full Boston accent, bravo. Yeah. I have not met a lot of people from Boston. I've seen movies and things like that. So I don't know how. True to it, it was, but it was an accent and I thought he did a good job. Now, did I think it worked well in this movie?
0: Yes. <laughs> I mean, like you said, it was entertaining and it made his it character was, real. It
1: wasn't entertaining, but I find Kevin McGarry to be very like dreamy looking. Like He is a nice looking man. Sure. And maybe it's because I know what his voice actually sounds like. It just didn't seem to go with, hi- with him. Like- who I uh, picture him to being that character, the accent did not seem to go for the character. But I don't know, it just it just threw me off. I just felt like I thought about the accent throughout the entire movie. So I, it maybe took away from some of the romance. It brought like, me. I in. couldn't
0: see. It did the opposite. It brought me in, and I was like, <laughs> "Wow, this character is from Boston. like I told. Like, I'm I'm being honest. Like it brought me into the movie. Uh, that's that's interesting that we kind of diverge on that. But no, it it brought me into the film.
1: Yeah. Um, and that's it. That's our podcast. We we're just going to talk about the the accent.
0: Let's go ahead and talk about our our meet cute here, and I mean I almost want to talk about the veil before the meet cute because the veil plays into the meet cute. But we'll talk about the meet cute. Go. Let's talk about the meet cute.
1: The meet cute. I think we do need to talk about the veil first because
0: it plays in heavily. Right. Right.
1: I mean it's, the movie is called The Wedding Veil. Right. So
0: our three friends are in San Francisco, San Diego. Yes uh
1: they all meet together for antiquing once a year for antiquing which i'm all for yeah
0: i think it's a great idea it's a great way to stay in touch with people
1: i actually liked all three of these girls together i personally bought them as friends oh
0: i did not oh i know i i was gonna say that was my main complaint is i i didn't i wanted more time with them like i know they're making three movies but i wanted more time with them i wanted to feel that connection it felt a little forced um, you at know, times
1: I do say it did feel forced, yeah. but when I, I think it, it seemed forced to me when they were like FaceTiming for some reason. I think when they were all together in the beginning, which is like the only, yeah. Only I think the beginning and the end are the, the only times they're together. Um, the beginning scene where they're in the antique shop, I don't know. It felt organic to me. I, I, I liked that, you know, that there's one friend who's like totally this veil thing mm-hmm. is ridiculous. One's like, uh, oh, maybe I could maybe. And then like Lacey's character is just like all in. Like she yeah. is all for it.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe that was it. Maybe it was just like the FaceTime they were doing, which, you know, I, I understand it. That's how they're going to, you know, connect these people. But I don't know. I just I wanted to, to buy into them a little bit more. I wanted it, it's difficult. This is a difficult thing to do to have three movies. And to get to know the characters right. over each of them so um but yeah the, so they go into the antique store yes the, the owner hilda very sus i mean this woman here i i don't know i've got some bad vibes i mean it, the store's dark there's like fog there like misty god rays coming through the window this hilda very sus what did you think about her
1: yeah, I mean, this could have been, uh, you know, the start of like a horror movie. No, for real. No, yeah. for real, yeah. You know, you get this veil, it's haunted. And it's cursed. Like, ooh, it's yeah. the wedding veil.
0: Because she said this was her veil from her, I think her mother. So why is she selling it? If this yeah, is like a family She's pushing era, it really hard. No, yeah. She's laying it on thick. Uh, I would not buy the veil. I would turn around and get out of that store, maybe call, you know, the police or something to check yeah. her out.
1: My thing with this is like, I would never, like if I, so Avery is not, She doesn't have a boyfriend. She's not engaged. She's not even, you know. But she's
0: a romantic. They do establish. She is a romantic, romantic.
1: but I also am a romantic, as you know. I'm the hopeless romantic. Um, If I was in an antique store and I saw a wedding veil and I had no prospects and I was not even close to getting married, I wouldn't think twice about purchasing a veil. I would not even be looking at wedding veils. Like now, if if it would have come up and the lady would have somehow showed it to me and I would not have been thinking of it because Avery's like, oh, can I see that wedding veil? And like, she goes right to I would it. not even think of that. But then if I heard this wedding veil has magical powers and will bring you your true love, then I'd be like, okay, give me that veil. Let me, let me
0: get it. You know, she says that about every item in the shop. Yeah. Oh, that uh, that hula hoop over there? Yeah, that's a magic hula hoop. It'll definitely bring you love.
1: Yeah, that's how she gets her sales. Yeah, I don't like Hilda. Uh, Hilda is a genius.
0: <laughs> uh, but no, we, I mean, we get some backstory for the veil. She says she's happy it was her sister's too. Just really worried that she wants to sell it. I would love to know how much they paid. It takes all three of them chipping in to buy this veil. I would love to know the price they paid. It has to be, what, $1,000, 1200 1400
1: I don't know. But I love that Emma uh, is like, oh, me and Tracy are going to help you with that. And I feel like Tracy's like, uh, excuse me?
0: No, for real. Yeah, yeah. Like we she, got this. I We're got this. all going to do it. And Tracy needs to get out of there.
1: Um, but we do need to say we do have our other uh, women that – that are in this trilogy. Yes, please. Uh Emma is played by Autumn Reeser and Tracy is played by Allison Sweeney. Mm-hmm. Both no strangers to Hallmark. Um so it, it was it was cool. I would say to see these three together cuz you don't it's not often we get to see like three big names in one movie together.
0: Yeah, no that that is cool. Um yeah, it was yeah, I agree with you.
1: But the meat cute. So I have to say I thought the meat cute was cute.
0: It was good. The it was meet cute good was really good. Cute. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and I thought they had good chemistry here in, yes, in this part. They did.
0: Which And I actually got excited. So when I saw this meet cute, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, here we go. I'm, I'm kind of getting excited about this. this yeah. I,
1: same. I thought it was cute that they go for the same cab, you know, and then they end up at the same place after they take separate cabs. It was really cute. Yeah. But then as soon as this stupid conflict comes, I was just out. The rest of the movie, I was out. When I knew, when I saw what was happening, what was going to be the movie, I was just like, nope, not a fan.
0: Yeah. Because again, they take the act eight conflict, throw it into act one for the entire film. So instead of having like 15 minutes of stupid conflict, we have like an hour and 40 minutes of it. And it is. It's ridiculous. It's a, ridiculous for two adults to deal with it this way.
1: It's so ridiculous and un and so unbelievable. Right. Like, this is not believable. A lot of times in these movies, it's over a span of like a week or like a few weeks. Like, no, this is like months and months of him not is even. Is it months? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Because remember, she has to plan her friend's wedding. So it's at least a month before no, 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 no. he Be, oh, finds, oh, finds right. out.
0: Oh, you're right, because the cause the wedding is super quick. It's yeah, quick they like around.
1: plan it in like a month, I think is what she says. There's so, like yeah. a month. Okay. So there's at least a month that he just doesn't even, and this is like a good portion of the movie.
0: Yeah, it is, it um, is, it is until the Until he finds
1: out that she's not getting married. I understand, Peter. It does not look good when the girl that you've just been, you know, making googly eyes with, you see her with a wedding veil. I get it. But don't you think you would just be like, oh, are you getting married? Yeah. Like, so simple. Like the words just need to fall out of your mouth. Like, or look at
0: her hand. Yeah. Look at her hand. Is there a ring on it? Is there Peter?
1: I mean, Peter's not very bright if it, he oh, he can't assess, you know, context clues. Come on. And Come so
0: on. and that and that's why it's so painful because because of this, it's assuming that the audience is, is as dumb as Peter like we are a smart audience you can't treat us like this you have to give us something more and that's why it was so frustrating for like an hour and 40 minutes of this
1: yeah because I'm like okay this is what they're doing he's gonna think she's getting married the entire movie and this is not not my cup of tea um, because it totally eliminates any true romance happening because he's not going to be making moves because he thinks she's engaged. Right. She thinks he thinks she's getting married, and the whole movie she's upset with him because she's confused by his actions. So it does not make for a good romantic movie. No,
0: no, it does not. And on top of that, we have uh, <laughs> we we just you know got through talking with uh, Brand from Deck the Hallmark, and one of the things he told us was that the the plot the trope that he hates most in Hallmark movies. Is the party planning? Party planning for a promotion, and that's exactly what we have here. So I'm I'm really curious to see what what he thought about this one too.
1: And because it, it doesn't make sense that they're like, oh, you might be up for you know the the curator head curator position. Gotta plan
0: this party first, but
1: only if you can plan a party well. Which I mean,
0: and she she found an art piece. She found this she found this priceless art piece that doesn't get her the promotion. It's the party. That gets her the promotion. Not that she discovered this thing, and ah, oh, it's just. But let's go ahead because we're harping on a lot of stuff here. Let's talk about technical,
1: so we can so you can harp on technical. I can harp on technical. <laughs> yes, I can harp on
0: technical. Uh, this style of lighting. You guys have heard me say this before. Lighting was done well for this style of lighting. It is not a style that I like um, at all because what happens, and you can see this a lot, is that things are overlit, are very overlit. So because of that there's no shadowing on any part of the face, and so there's no depth to these characters. So a lot of times, especially on Lacey, she'll appear very flat and two-dimensional against the background, because all it is is just overlit on her face. And it happened all the time, and the lighting seemed very inconsistent too between scenes. Um, If you look at the antique shop to other interior scenes, totally different. It looked like different teams or different people were lighting each little area differently
1: hmm i actually have a note that i thought the lighting was great um there's a restaurant scene
0: mm-hmm. yeah that was yeah go go ahead
1: yeah um like after he finds out the truth they go to this little restaurant yep. and i don't know like i really enjoyed the lighting in that scene
0: yeah no that's that's not what i'm saying it, it's so inconsistent but a lot of the main theme was just to overlight him and yeah that's what happens with when you don't have any shadowing on, on the one side of the face but yeah, but there are some cute scenes, like the restaurant scene. Um, you know, we kind of mentioned at the antique store. I thought was done well. It mm-hmm. was creepy vibe. Um, but a lot of the times, I was just a little, a little disappointed for my style. But it was done well.
1: Yeah, I thought the lighting was 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 fine. I mean, um, like I always say, if I don't notice something, now I did notice, especially in the scene that I, I really enjoyed the lighting in the scene. I don't know if it was the different colors or the the signs in the restaurant, it was mm-hmm. just, I don't know. It just, I liked the feel of it. Uh, since we're on technical, I do have to say uh, on a positive note, i really enjoyed um, the costuming in this movie. I really thought the dresses that Lacey wore
0: yeah, no, you're were, right. were very cute. Yeah,
1: um, And she wore a lot of them. She had a nice variety. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I really liked Autumn Reeser's uh, character, Emma. I know she wasn't in it long, but I enjoyed her looks. I was
0: going to say the exact same thing. I Yeah, I 100% agree. I'm glad you brought the costuming because I thought it was great. There's a few ones we noticed. Uh, overall, though, I, I think costuming is very much like camera work. You're not supposed to notice it. If you notice it, it's generally not a good thing. Unless you're like, oh, that dress is cute or something like that. Generally speaking, costuming is supposed to just fit the character and become a part of them. You're not supposed to really kind of raise an eyebrow to it and i thought these outfits were, were wonderful and you can see that also in peter's character very relaxed you know he's a businessman philanthropist and he's just has that relaxed fit no tie kind of deal
1: yeah i mean i noticed costuming but in definite definitely in a good way uh so i do want to shout out uh and we've shouted them out before uh but costume design was by uh gerald etienne and uh the wardrobe girls as i think what they call themselves and they did the costuming for our favorite christmas movie of last year an unexpected christmas who we loved bethany joy Lindsay's outfits Uh, so yeah i thought great job on this one as well so so i did mention the the romance was difficult in this movie because <laughs> uh, because of the the premise so it it really was a hard hard thing for me to get into but even in like i it was really upsetting because i thought they were really cute together
0: they were the chemistry that we saw in the very beginning of this movie if we had just gotten that throughout the movie Yes, but every time they would come close, they would just get angry at each other.
1: Yeah, and it's not that type of like tension where you're like satisfied at the end. Uh, It it was so frustrating throughout the whole movie that I couldn't even enjoy it when they do Mm -hmm. finally get together because I just felt like it was just so ridiculous. Like it just did not. It didn't make sense to me that he never would have asked her. So it it was really difficult for me to fully invest in this relationship because, yeah, she's pretty much mad at him the whole movie and he's bummed because he thinks she's getting married. And so we're not getting those feels that I would be wanting to get uh, throughout the movie.
0: Right. And even even when they do figure it out, finally, she she stops things and is like, I don't want to rush into things. Yeah, it's like what are you talking about? You were you were flirting the entire time. You've already rushed into things, but again, they pull back. It's like they don't want to give us that romance until the very very end for some reason.
1: I know, and it's and it did, and sometimes it works. Sometimes you get the payoff, and you know it works. This one did not work, um, yeah. but I will say there there was a scene that I did really enjoy. So when he does find out she's not getting married, and they're at her friend's wedding. Uh, Lucy's wedding who I do also want to shout out I love Fiona Vroom who plays Lucy she's been in quite a few Hallmark movies and I'm always happy when I see her there. I agree
0: yeah she's wonderful
1: so they're at the wedding and they have a dance so there's a scene where they're dancing and mm-hmm. I actually thought the scene was very sweet he's like got his head he has his head like resting on hers because you know he's very tall mm-hmm. and she's you know not so um (laughs) he's not yes and he closes his eyes like when they're dancing and i just thought
0: yeah i remember that it was the
1: sweetest thing and it was so frustrating because i think kevin mcgarry can does romance really well and again i really thought this pairing was they were great Mm -hmm. so i want to see these two in another movie where they can actually like be together like like each other and we can have some romance throughout and i think it would be spectacular
0: yeah because it, it's frustrating you know for us when we have two actors and you know for whatever reason maybe the chemistry is not there it's even more frustrating when the chemistry is there but we don't get a chance to see it that is even more frustrating
1: to me. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah it, it wasn't allowed in this movie because you know yeah. he's no,
0: <laughs> no romance in a romance movie come on people this is about the veil
1: but yeah, it was also hard for me to fully like Peter's character because because of the accent. What? Well, <laughs> no. No, but because I just find his character so ridiculous that he never brings it up that he just assumes. So it's really hard for me to like really root for this guy because, you know, it's your own fault, guy, that you are not going to even talk to her about it. And and You're, again,
0: the wedding ring, the engagement yeah, ring. No ring. That would have come up in conversation or even when they even at the wedding of the friend that he thinks is her wedding that she's planning he's he still thinks she's getting married at a different time like it's just so wild to me
1: it's very very yeah. wild uh because there's there's just no talking about it at all and yeah. it's just very confusing to me they spend all this time you know pre- planning the gala together and that it would never come up is beyond yeah um,
0: but then to top it off, to top it off, you know, we, we deal with this conflict the entire film. We finally get it resolved. You think things are going to be fine. They have their big party, their great big party with the, the painting, you know, restored. Uh, there's more conflict. They throw even more conflict at us.
1: Yeah, this this didn't make sense at all to no, me. No, and, and, and I
0: hate it when there's this type of conflict. The conflict is the word of the day, by the way. If you guys haven't figured out, there's this type of conflict that ruins a big plan party. It, it drives me crazy because I just feel sad for them, and especially because it's it's just silly, you know. It just it's always just not not where it needs to be.
1: Yeah. Um- so what we do learn, even though, you know, throughout the whole movie, it's like this running theme that Peter, she's like, oh, you run hot and cold because he's so up and down. And it, you know, we know it's because he thinks she's getting married. So he sees her as like getting close to him, but then he gets frustrated because he's like, well, I can't have her. So I'm just going to be mean and rude. Right. Um. So what we do learn about Peter at this party is it has nothing to do with her getting married he really does run hot and cold because he knows now she's not getting married um but he decides to get really upset with her because she talks to his mother yeah Um, about his dreams yeah so peter needs to work on his mommy issues no
0: there's definitely some thick (laughs) thick mom issues right there
1: but yeah, I feel like it's a bit of a red flag for Peter to be this upset over over this. And the fact that he, you know, is so up and down, not not a fan. You
0: know, some big Norman Bates vibes right there. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. You need to watch out. You need to watch out for that. Huge <laughs> so red flag.
1: Norman Bates in Boston. But, yeah, just like, oh, how dare you tell my mother that I want to teach kids? Like, you're the worst. Like, <laughs> <No>. I just. <laughs> I'm
0: going to get angry at you at this party that we've been planning for at least a month. Uh, it's ridiculous. Again, I I don't know what to say about it. Uh, and w. that's then to so.
1: me, this is like the thing. I mean, the that ruins the movie is this. Like, it just is so silly. Like, it doesn't. The conflict doesn't make sense. And normally. I can get past it because it's just a small portion of the movie. But the fact that it is the entire movie of silly conflict is really hard to get past.
0: Yeah. And what's even crazier is that So the painting, we need to talk about the painting. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah. It's a, (laughs) it's a woman. It's a
1: dusty painting and they're acting like they have to do like all kinds of work. You just, you need to dust it. Well,
0: first of all, painting restoration is difficult. It's difficult. I
1: know, but this painting just looked like it had like a layer of yeah. like dust on it.
0: I'll give them that. I'll, I will give them the benefit of the doubt because it's hard to make a painting look bad and then fix it. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I will not give them the benefit of the doubt for not even looking at the veil. It's, it's a bride with a wedding veil. You know you have a magic veil. <laughs> Don't you think you would be like, hey, wait a minute. That looks very similar. Like
1: even with all of the layers of dust like i knew like i saw it right i was like oh that's the veil how does she not know it throughout the entire movie again silly silly points in this movie that were very unbelievable um but props to the the person that restores the painting Mm
0: -hmm.
1: played by greg rogers uh i like him in his little lab coat he's he's worked he's the the dad in miss christmas who i one of our favorites you know always and forever miss christmas uh so it was a nice little thing to see him in there but yeah the fact that she never think not once think about how much time
0: she has to look at this painting you know like research it like all that stuff you would have never even just crossed your mind
1: yeah so you know she sees like oh but what's weird is we don't know that she knows it so she knows it before we know that she knows it because she doesn't bring it up till the end of the movie. Right. So I don't know how long she like realized, like how long it's been, but she does finally realize like yeah. it's I'm pretty sure it's the veil.
0: Yeah. Pre- pretty sure. <laughs> Look at the little heart. Look at the little heart in the bottom. Yeah. And that's cool. And again, that that's what that's what's so frustrating. Again, you know, conflict frustrating word for the podcast today. Because it's a neat idea. It's a neat idea that this veil has this Crazy magic power. There's a painting with a veil. They even make some comment about how the bride looks sad. Like, so I want to know more. We're starting to build up a mystery, Um, and it just, yeah, it just loses me. It just loses me the rest of it.
1: Yeah, uh, it's they are based off of books, uh, but it it has nothing to do with the book. Like the book's main premise is there is a veil. I think that you know whoever Mm -hmm. has it, but everything else I think is completely different. So yeah, that that premise I think is cool. Right. And I do like that it weaves through the three friends. It's sort of like the traveling pants. Yeah, the traveling movies. pants. We yeah. Traveling veil, traveling pants. That's what pants. I was thinking of, yeah. but not not the same.
0: So they pile on this romance at the end because we don't get it anywhere else mm-hmm. except for the beginning. We have like three rapid fire kisses. We have a wedding between them. I mean, it a lot of stuff happens at the end just right away. After he, you know, realizes, after he, I'm sorry, after he speaks with his mom and his mom gives him permission, you know, that it's okay. Then he, you know, comes back to her and everything's right as rain.
1: Yeah, and, and it and it ruins it for me because, yeah, they sort of like rush everything at the end and, okay, you know, they're going to get married and then they do and, and we have a wedding.
0: We also have some kisses that I, I think you need to rate. I mean, we've got three kisses here.
1: Well, the kisses, so, I mean, I'm a stickler at this point. You guys are going to start you know i'm sure i'm going to start receiving comments hate comments about my i want to say this is like the third maybe it's the third movie in a row i don't know if i'm sticking with my campfire you are kisses yeah. there's no there's no fire in this one it's a it's just a wet wet campfire oh, for me all of them yeah i got i got Ooh. nothing and i Ooh. and i have to say i think it is because of the whole movie of the whole movie yeah. but maybe it's because I don't know what it is, but they—they they just there was no—it was lacking feeling. It was lacking passion. I, I'm—I don't know what to say. I'm really sorry. I didn't even want—I didn't even want to talk about it because I, I know that I'm <laughs> gonna have to say that they weren't great, even though these two had chemistry. I expected a little more. So I'm not sure what it was, but it—it didn't—they didn't do it for me. The even the wedding—I don't know.
0: Yeah, it, it was just at that point. I mean, I was just. Kind of frustrated and exhausted from it, and I was like, oh.
1: <laughs> exhausted. Yeah, Um I do have to say though, again, another sort of like weird thing is like they bring up that about the legend of the veil, mm-hmm. and Peter's like, "Oh," and they're like, "Did you tell him about the legend?" And she's like, "Oh, no." And I'm thinking, really, how do you not? So they they say time has passed, so they get married eight like months, eight, eight months, eight, eight months, yeah. yeah. So in eight months. Never came up. You guys are getting married. Like, what do you talk about? Like, you've never mentioned, oh, this veil brought you to me. Like, this is the reason you two met. Like, this is the whole point of the movie. Especially since it was,
0: it kept him away from her. Yeah. You know? (laughs)
1: Yeah. This is like a big thing in their relationship. And she never would have mentioned it
0: to him. No. That's that's Um, not who she is. That's not who she is. Like, you have a
1: magical veil and you never would have brought it up to your fiance.
0: And you know, I'm sure it's in her closet again. He he's not like, "Oh, by the way, why is this veil still here like in your closet in front right here?" like Yeah.
1: This? Again, weird little plot points that didn't make sense. Um and so that's why this one's a, this one's a not going to watch again. And it makes me sad, but I do have to say I do want to see Lacey okay. and Kevin together in a different movie.
0: I do too. I do too.
1: I mean, I'm thinking, well, are they going to be in the and other, the other two ones, movies. I don't know.
0: I'm I'm excited to see. I mean, even though this one was a, was a miss for me, there are elements here that I did like, and I, it made me a little hopeful for the second one. I, I'm hoping it's not going to be an entire movie of of silly conflict. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to see the second one, and the and the third because I haven't seen any previews for the third. I haven't
1: seen any previews for the third either. Um, but it's Allison Sweeney, and I believe Victor Webster. Who is he I... going to be? Is
0: he going to be Finn, or is he going to be like a new new person? I don't know. Because Finn is the one she's dating now, and I'm, there's like a whole little side plot with him. Yeah, her.
1: I'm feeling like it's going to be someone different, right? Because she doesn't seem too into Finn. Yeah, yeah. so there's some issues there. They're and the veil vale is it. supposed to bring the person to you, True so love, yeah. it can't be someone you already have. Uh, so poor Finn. <laughs> yeah, poor Finn. <laughs> but Finn needs his own movie. Uh, but yeah, the one in Italy with with Autumn Reeser. I don't know who the guy is in there. He looks pretty cute. They're on like. You know, a boat, a gondola, something. A gondola. I don't know. It's Italy. She's going to do research on the veil. Seems seems we, interesting Mystery.
0: I love solving mysteries. So, so we're excited for that one. Um, hopefully it's, it's better than this one. And, you know, we'll, we'll let you guys know what we thought about when we, when we watch it.
1: Yeah. So New Year, not off to a great start for us. No, it is not. But let us know if you enjoyed this movie. I know that it was like. It did great in the ratings, so bravo to everyone involved. Yeah, I mean, I know everyone worked hard, and you know, that's awesome. We appreciated all that, and the ratings were great. I think it was like the number one Hallmark movie. It was. I read something like it did really well
0: over New Year's resolution.
1: (laughs) Yes. Wow. You know, you got the the big names. You got them. Got But that's why we
0: expected more. If you have that kind of star power, we need more. Yeah. So we'll we'll let you know about the other ones, and uh, yeah, and like Stephanie said, if you guys did like this one. Please let us know what you thought in the comments below. We always love hearing from you all.
1: Yeah. Make sure um, if you're not following us on all the things we are on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, We will be trying to release some more YouTube videos for you guys. We promise. We haven't forgotten about our YouTube. And yeah, more to come.
0: Yep. Thank you, guys.
1: Thanks.